Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, <laughs> yours truly, Preacher John. Actually, my name's not yours truly, it's actually John Shuck, but I go by Preacher John. <laughs> God bless you, my friend. Thank you very much for being here and for listening. Uh, this is, um, what is today? Today is Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. Uh and just a quick note that all my shows can be heard anytime on your favorite podcast app and also at podcast.jcax221blog.com. That's podcast.jcax221blog.com. You can also email me from there, and uh, I also have a prayer request section that you can uh, put some prayer requests in if you want me to pray for you. And I just have to kind of look around because it's it's there somewhere. I'm, I kind of forget. I move it around sometimes. But uh, I'm so happy you're here. I'm here. We're here. And I'm nervous as usual, but uh, we'll get going. I got my tea made. And um, let's get going. This is episode number 13. And it's titled, They Considered Not the Miracle. How about that, huh? That's Mark 6.52. And again, today is Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. And I'll read the verse for today in Mark 6, 52, out of the King James Version. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. You know, it's just amazing to me. Yeah, the moment I sit down at my little desk here and pull up the Sword Searcher software to write my uh, discourse for today, I. It's like I can't think of what to say, but the moment I sit down, I begin to see, like in my mind's eye, what I'm going to write. It's, it's the most strangest thing that ever comes over me. Before I sit down, I haven't got a clue what I'm going to write until my fingers are on the keyboard and I just start. And then words start coming. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, and... Uh, now, <laughs> I wrote here, I said here, now you have to understand that just moments earlier, I had no clue of what to write or even if I was going to be able to write anything at all. What amazes me is action of faith or faith in action or action of faith. You can say it either way, I guess. And I guess that is what we can call it. Not really sure, though. If I just think about the discourse to write, I can't think of what to write. If I just sit down and sort of pretend that I know what I'm doing, then, you know, stuff begins to happen. Man, i got to calm down. Let me take a sip of tea here. Ah, man, that's good. Uh, that's uh, Trader Joe's green tea, hot green tea. It's uh, kind of a chilly evening here in Colorado, and... Um, but my belly's warm with green tea. <laughs> okay, let's get started again. What I'm saying here, folks, relates to today's scripture verse. You see, if I allow myself to get stuck in doubt and disbelief and forgetting all the miracles God has done in my life, well, then probably nothing would happen when I sat down to write. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? 
Think about the passage of Scripture when God told Joshua to, well, let me go find the verse and I'll put it right here. Just, you know, give me a minute. You know, that's what I wrote down here. Here's what I wrote. I said, I finally found it. First, I want to say, do you see the problem with using all different kinds of verses? I had memorized a verse in a different Bible version, and I've tried for over 10 minutes or so looking with frustration. Then finally, after reading through where I thought the verse might be, finally, I found it. You know, the secret to having a fantastic life in the Lord is to be in one accord. That is, when the Holy Ghost came for the first time at Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, one accord also means staying in the pure Word of God and not the corrupted versions that lead to confusion and doubt. Wow. You know, this Bible version thing is really a hot topic for me. You know, I am just like everyone else. I had a stack of Bibles, and if I didn't like one verse and one version, I would go to another version. And if I didn't like that way that verse was, I'd go find another one and another one. And I mean, I would go through four or five, six, seven different translations or versions, all English, <laughs> and every one of them said something different until I found the one that I liked. Isn't that silly? I mean, God did not preserve his word that way. Guaranteed. I don't care what anybody says. God did not do that. That's just silliness. That's how Satan leads us astray. And and that's what's happened to me. You know, I mean, just the last 10 or 15 minutes here, just this frustration of going through verse after verse after verse after verse going, where is that verse? Because it was totally different in my mind that I had memorized than what it is in the King James. Completely different. And I couldn't even find it, even though I read over it two or three times. I skipped right through it, not even recognizing that was the verse I was looking for. That's how dangerous all these different versions are. You know, get the King James, the authorized version, and stick with that. I mean, I, I know I harp on that on every podcast, but it's such a big, big deal. And uh, I went way off track. So let me uh, get back to my discourse here. Sorry, folks. <laughs> you know, that's the pleasure of doing a podcast. You know, when I used to do videos, I couldn't get off track. I had to stay on track, you know, because I didn't do any editing. I didn't edit to anything. I still don't edit. I just do it, and however it lays and lands out is how it lands. And, uh, you know, I don't know. That's just the way I am, I guess. hope you don't mind. But uh, hopefully you're still listening. <laughs> you know, if you need to take a break also, go get a cup of tea. That's fine with me, all right? Just put it on pause and go get your tea and come on back. I'll be right here waiting for you, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. So, what I wrote here is, uh, oh, well, they love their modern translation. So, this is the verse I wanted to show you that is in Joshua. It's Joshua 3.13. And it shall come to pass... As soon as the soles of the feet of the priest that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above 
and they shall stand upon a heap. Wow. Here the point is, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priest shall rest in the water, as soon as those feet touch the water, then something happens. You know, these priests had to put their feet into the water first. They couldn't stand outside the river, the Jordan. Because if you read all the verses, it's going to say that it was actually at flood stage. The Jordan was at flood stage. I mean, it was a roaring, mighty river. <laughs> I think Satan made sure it was a roaring river. Uh, it would be very difficult for them to get across the Jordan. But, you know, God has a plan. He, he knows what's going on all the time. You just can't pull something over on God. Even if you think you're pulling something over on him, he knows. <laughs> Believe me, he knows. Even before you did it, he knows. <laughs> so, you know, they had to put their feet in the water first. Then the waters would react to God's command. You know, that just amazes me. This is pure faith in action. Kind of like what I was saying earlier. I had to sit down on my table, my desk here, put my fingers on the keyboard, and then begin to press on the keys before words would start to flow out of me. It is, I hear about, uh, here last week, I took like seven, eight, nine days off, and I just wouldn't do the work because I was waiting for something to happen. And guess what? Nothing happened. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened. You just can't wait for something to happen. You got to go do it. And in the process of going doing it, then something happens. That's just faith in action. You know, faith without works is dead. In other words, if you don't have any works based on, you know, if you have no works, now, you know, I'm not talking about salvation by works, not that junk. I'm talking about after you're saved and all that kind of stuff and you're doing work for the Lord, uh, you have to get going, you know, get going and go do something, okay? Okay. Uh, so then the waters would react to God's command. And, you know, this is pure faith in action. The whole story is from Joshua 3, verse 1, all the way to Joshua chapter 5, verse 1. It's two full chapters. It's a long story, but a very important story for all of us, even today in 2019 and, you know, and beyond. It really is. I wanted to put all two chapters here uh, in the discourse and on the podcast, but, you know, it would have been too much. But as you can see, that would have been, you know, really would have been too much. So when you have a moment, please take the time to go read uh, third, the Joshua chapter 3 all the way to chapter 5. So cha jo uh, cha uh, Joshua chapter 3 to Joshua chapter 5, 3 to 5, those two chapters. And, uh, uh, and when you read them, uh, go find your King James Bible, the authorized version. Then just read it from there. Go slow. Go deliberate. Take your time. Read two or three words at a time. Pause. Read two. Just kind of go through it. And uh, let the Holy Spirit give you the words. You know, it's not a microwave Bible where you just push the button and, you know, 30 seconds later you have your dinner. And you have to, it's a full course meal you have to prepare. 
And um, But in the preparation of dinner, the Word of God, which is a bread of life, in that preparation, you're going to get so much more out of the Word. So much more. It just... I've been in the King James now for right at about four years steady without looking at any other verse, our translation or version. And it has truly been, uh, uh, it's just, uh, it's really opened my eyes to, to understanding God. It's just done something fantastic in my heart. It, it really has. So, um, and, you know, in the state with the King James, and as you go through, you know, your faith will grow inside you as the months go by. You know, man, I'm sorry I cut off on the side road. Let's get back on the highway, okay? Uh, I put on my discourse, uh, let's get back on the highway, 10-4. <laughs> All right, so we're on Mark 6.52 uh, is the verse we need to be in. But, of course, we sort of are, aren't we? That's one we're talking about. Had to get a sip of tea. Man, that stuff's good stuff. Mark 6, 52. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. When you go read those two chapters in Joshua, also go back over to Mark chapter 6 and read about the loaves and the fishes. Because the disciples of Jesus was having a hard time with this big miracle that Jesus did earlier in the day. The verse says, for they considered not, considered not. They considered not the miracle of the loaves. My question is, why? Why wouldn't they spend time, any time at all on this huge and physical miracle? Could it be that when they saw Jesus walking on the water, which was just after the loaves and the fish and all that kind of stuff, and later on they were in the boat and then Jesus comes walking past them? Yeah. In fact, Jesus was going to blow blow them out of the water, so to speak. It's almost like the miracle ministry of Jesus is getting too big. Maybe too big to fail? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, when something gets so big, like the feeding of 5,000 men and their families, I mean, how many people would that be? You know, you've got 5,000 men and their and their. Uh, and they're women, so that's 10,000, and at least one child each, that's 15,000. That's 15,000 people minimum uh, with just a few loaves of bread and a handful of fish. Well, this is over the top for these guys. Many of them are fishermen, you know, mainly, and they know a lot about the sea and the sea creatures and the way of life on the water, sort of like how I know what life is like on the road. Having spent 40 years as a long-haul trucker and 3 million miles, there's not a lot I don't know about life on the highway. So these guys know what life is like. They grew up living by the sea. Their parents were in the fishing business. They knew from just kids that multiplying the fish and the loaves was just maybe too much, at least for now. I don't know for sure, but look at the verse again. Mark 6.52, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. Because they considered not the miracle, did they allow their heart to be hardened? Hmm, Good question. You know, life doesn't work too well 
when we have a hard heart, does it? There are lots of things that can harden a heart. However, you know, there are lots of things to help us have a soft heart. If you had to choose, which would you choose? For me, I pick B, <laughs> a soft heart. <laughs> you know, when we go through the Bible, look for all the places that God did miraculous things. And also think about all the miracles God has done in your life. You know, the best way is to rehearse the miracles in your mind and spirit. Relive the miracles, always giving glory to God. Because God did the miracle, not you. Please, that is a big one. You know, New Age teaches that you are the one who does the miracle, not God. New Age also teaches that you don't need God because you are a God. It's very dangerous, folks. I'm using the word New Age, but it's no different than most all the worldly secular people speak about. Anytime that a great thing in our life has happened and we take the honor and we take the glory for it, we just stole from God. Now think about that for a while. I'll go make some tea while you do, okay? Okay. Just, uh, actually, I already made my tea. <laughs> okay. I wrote here on my discourse, okay, the hot water is on the stove. That was the great thing about writing this because I could kind of do that. <laughs> I got to take a break, run over to the stove and put the water on. I came back and I said, a thought just came to me. If we wanted to soften our hearts, then we can begin telling God about our salvation. And the time we, he saved me in the car, and the time I made a big mistake and you helped me, I mean, we could really go on and on about the miracles God has truly done in our lives. Water's boiling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it really was when I wrote this. Anyways, I just had another thought. What if you're not saved yet? What would, what, no, let me repeat that. Would you have any miracles? So if you were not saved, would you have any miracles? Think about that. Let me say it again. If you're not saved, you know, you don't know Jesus, you're not born again, would you have miracles in your life? Would you have a hard heart? Would you be able to consider the miracles God has done in your life, even if you don't know who God is? Listen, God knows who you are. Even if you're not a child of God, and I know that may fly in the face of a lot of Christians, but the fact is, God created you, my friend. God knows his creation. He knows where you are right now. He knows where you're walking. He knows where you're standing. He knows where you're sitting. He knows that you're moving. He knows everything about you. And he cares. He truly cares. And I wouldn't be saying this right now if I knew deep in my heart, being accountable to Jesus Christ, that if I said these words to you, I would be held accountable because God knows who you are. And he desires you. He wants you to be one of his kids. You know, and it's a simple act of your faith. Just 
from inside your heart. Just give God a call, a cry inside your heart and say, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. You know, my friend, if that was a cry from your heart, he's there right now with you, right now. Just receive him and let him love on you. Pull over if you have to pull over. Stop walking. Just stop for a moment and receive. And feel that peace of God that takes all that weight off you. You're brand new. You're brand new, my friend. Welcome to the family of God. If, I was, if you were here right now, I'd give you a hug. Now that I'm crying. Because <laughs> I really believe that uh, when people pray with all their heart to receive Jesus, Jesus does come into their heart and they makes them a new child, a new, a new creation. And their name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. They have eternal life. They're no longer dead. They're now alive in Christ. Wow. It's a whole new life ahead. It's a whole new life ahead. And wherever you are right now, make sure you pick up a good, solid Bible, the King James, and begin reading in that or listening to this podcast even more. And go to a good, solid Bible-believing church that preaches Jesus Christ is Lord and preaches out of the Bible. If you need help, give me a, give me a call. Contact me somehow. and. Uh, I'll pray with you, okay, my friend? All right. Let me stop for a second here. Man, that was... uh, You know, God loves people so much. He really does. He really, really does. You know, and you can't get mad at God. You know, we get all frustrated and we get all mad because, well, God did this and God did that. No, he didn't. God loves you. You know, if you blame God, then you can't turn to him. If you put God down, you can't turn to him when you need him. Just put all those struggles on, on, you know, who it is. The source of the trouble you're having is, is the guy that was bothering you before, but not anymore, Satan the devil, the deceiver, the fallen one. He was the one that was giving you all those troubles. God wasn't. But now that you're a child of God, he's going to help you even more. He's going to help you even more. All right, I said the tea is ready. (laughs) The tea is ready. That's uh, Trader Joe's green tea. Smooth to the palate and warm to the belly. (laughs) Good for the heart. Okay. You ready for some backup scriptures for Mark 6.52? Which says, For they considered not the miracles of the lows, for for their heart was hardened. All right. Ready or not? Here we go. I've got a bunch of verses here. Perceive and understand will be of great benefit. Like here in Mark 8.17 And when Jesus knew it, he said unto them, Why reason ye? Because you have no bread. Perceive ye not yet, neither understand. Have you 
have you your heart yet hardened? Oh, my goodness. Sometimes these words are so strong and powerful, they just almost make me want to stop and stop reading. You know, that's, what, that's the living word of God. It's, I'm just not reading out of a dead book. I'm reading out of a book that's alive. And uh, it's pretty powerful. So look and see, listen and hear, eyes and ears. Using these two senses has great importance. Mark 8.18, having eyes see ye not, and having ears hear ye not, and do ye not remember? To understand means to use your spirit. Understanding does not come from your brain. Mark 8, 21. And he said unto them, How is it that ye do not understand? Having a slow heart is a heart that doesn't want to believe and needs signs to believe or maybe has too much doubt in the heart. Luke 24, 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Jesus believes that understanding provides more than we realize. Actually, understanding comes from the Holy Spirit. That is why the ministry of the Holy Ghost is so critical to living a godly life. Matthew fifteen sixteen, And Jesus said, are you also yet without understanding? This next verse is a big one and an important one. Let's read it slowly and deliberately. Daniel 5.20. Daniel 5.20. So that's Dan from down the street. Dan has five fingers on one hand. But if you count the fingers and the toes, is 20. So Dan's got five and 20. Five and twenty. Dan down the street has five and twenty. <laughs> That's how you can remember it. Daniel five twenty. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was disposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. You know, that verse there is a short little verse, but you that's a verse you sit and you ponder on. You take it apart bit by bit, piece by piece, and you allow the Holy Spirit to put it back together. And when you put it back together, you'll understand how all the pieces of that verse work and how they fit together and how they operate and how smooth they really are. It's pretty amazing. But you can't find it. You, you don't understand how it works until you take it apart. And the only way you can, if you take it apart, the only way you can put it back together is by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes alongside comforts you while you're putting it back together and teaches you each of the parts of the scripture as he puts it back together for you. So do that to Daniel 5.20 and you'll be amazed. So there you go, a sort of short discourse on the short verse of Mark 6.52. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. God bless you, my friend. May the God of miracles invade your heart. May the miracles God creates in your life be remembered. May God be real in your life. Have a great day, my friend.